Welcome to A Brief Chat. Today is Monday. It's the 28th of October, 2019. I'm Jason Crane. I'm Owen Crane. Hey, welcome back. Hi. How are you? I am so relaxed right now. It's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, we noticed that when, well, there's no way for you guys to have noticed, but we, I noticed, not we noticed, I noticed that <laughs> when I'm producing shows that Owen is on, until I do some audio magic, I always sound like I'm at the bottom of a deep well <laughs> and without a microphone. And Owen has a microphone <laughs> and is chatting with me without attempting to rescue me in any way. Apparently. Owen's double fisting microphone <laughs> well, screaming the, at Jason in the bottom of a well. At the bottom. Can you hear me up there? <laughs> so uh, today we are sitting far apart from one another in the same room, but that means that Owen gets the entire couch to themselves. Oh, it's so good. And uh, they are currently <laughs> recording this show from a, an entirely horizontal <laughs> position. <laughs> so if Owen sounds even more quaaluded out than normal, that's, uh, that's why. Uh, also, I should mention, and this will relate to the topic, uh, we just finished... Uh, loaded baked potatoes that Owen made, mm -hmm. which are killer. With uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I guess broccoli and cheese was the main. Uh... Yeah, broccoli, cheese, a little bit of butter because we're trying to be healthful and not include like seven pounds of sour cream. Yeah, even though I want seven pounds of sour cream and bacon. And they're so good. And the, thank you. Uh, oils, oiled and salt and peppered the skins. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, so so good. Now I ate them differently this time than last time. Last time I didn't use a knife, and I just I scooped out everything until I just had the potato skins left at the end and then i just ate the potato skins you mm -hmm. know like snack chips tonight i used a knife and so i ate the skins along with everything else and i think you get better flavor in each bite if you do that if you include the skins with each bite mm -hmm. but at the end you don't get the you party don't have time your potato, snack. The potato skins yeah so I'm torn, is what I'm saying. I'll just have to make you two potatoes, and then just one where you get to do that, and then another where you get to have the skin snack. I'd like to go end. back in the podcast just about a minute to the we're trying to be healthier <laughs> part, part of the episode, and suggest that you making me two baked potatoes for dinner. Might not <laughs> I know. I'm just but what I really wanted to talk about where food was concerned on this episode, and why I'm glad you're here to talk about it, is the idea of food as an expression of love. Oh, gosh. Which is big to you. And I'll just take over and, and talk about, <laughs> I guess, maybe where that comes from in your own background and then how it works these days. Have I mentioned on the podcast yet my, my upbringing? I don't think so. Okay, so um, I was raised the by... Cult, you mean. The cult. <laughs> uh, sometimes it doesn't feel that far off. Um, no, but I was raised by my parents. Um, and then I was also... Weird. Raised by my mom's parents in the same household. Um, because both of my parents worked full-time when I was born. So they kind of had, like, live-in childcare. And then as my grandparents got older, my grandparents then had live-in home care. I'm going to bust in here for one second because you're admitting a very cool part of the story. The house you grew up in, you were the, the th I guess the third, but kind of the fourth generation to be involved with that house. Yes. Because like you grew up in the room that your mom grew up in, which is the room that your grandfather grew up in. Grew up, up in. in as a child, yeah. And then his, the, his family were the ones who built that house. Yeah, so my great-grandfather and great-great-grandfather built our house and built it. They were masons, um, so they built... Our house and then the four houses down to the street. And then they did like a lot of staircases that are still around in some of the older Victorian houses in town and all that stuff. So, but we got all of the leftovers in our house. 
<laughs> so, so everything's like an eighth of an inch off. But because I grew up in that sort of a household, and I should say, too, my mom's mom, so my maternal grandmother, I was very close with. And she, for like maybe 10 years, worked at a truck stop on the midnight shift in rural Illinois. So she was the bus woman, the <laughs> the waitress and the cook all at once. Um, and so when I was young and, sh- and when she could still do it, she would cook dinner a lot and, you know, was very much like a wanted me to be involved with it you know and she always told me that if i knew how to make eggs i would never be hungry a day in my life you know and it was important for her to bring me into that which i think is an experience a lot of people have with their grandmothers and it was just a lot of home fries and you know eggs and uh pressure cooker pork chops i tell you how much i love my mom's pressure cooker pork chops and i do they're my favorite food but my grandma's pressure cooker pork chops were like that next level and I still like I still can taste them in the back of my mind a little bit, and I love you them. Brush your teeth occasionally. Oh my god! I'm sorry, it was right there. Um, and then I'm lucky too because both of my parents are really good cooks too. My dad has like his repertoire where every so often he's like a he's kind of a perfectionist, so he'll like work on a recipe and study it until he can try to get like his perfect gumbo or like his perfect jambalaya. And my mom likes to cook everything <laughs> um so of course she has her standards but i mean she cooks like anything and everything so i grew up in a household w- where everybody was cooking a lot and it was also like you said like an expression of love so like my mom would my grandma would always try to give me more food you know like everybody's grandma does or my grandpa would sneak me chocolate in his bedroom after dinner, you know, be like, don't tell your mom I'm giving you this. Or like, you know, it's a lot with my dad, actually. You know, I would be, I would have a snow day or something from school and my dad would decide all of a sudden, hey, we're just going to make clam chowder. You know, it's go outside and play and then come in and then we'll have hot soup and crusty bread and, and all that stuff. So there's a lot of family time and emotion tied around around food and around cooking. And your family is intensely interested in food. That's another thing yeah. too. Like it's not just it's not just the repetition of meals, although that's there I know there's some stuff that are staples as right. well, like in any family. But your family they're they're just talk about snobby it. foodies. Like you guys just love you love food, you love to talk about the preparation of food, about the ingredients of food, about yeah. grocery stores and what you can find there. Like we're that's, we're Dan Pashman foodies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, which I really like, but it also it really colors how food is approached in your home because well, this is your home now, but in your in your family home. Yeah. Because of that intense interest, like in my family, and I've said this to you before, I I never realized that I wasn't really growing up in a food family until I got married the first time to someone who was intensely interested in food mm-hmm. and was a really good cook. And then I realized, oh, like I grew up eating some good things, but no one, it was just like, get it on the table and let's eat, except for special occasions. Right. And obviously, I'm sure there was some get it on the table and let's eat near family too, but there's a this kind of underlying passion that I, that I really like. like. When I hang out with you and your mom and your dad, that I mean, the conversation always turns to food, yeah. And, and but in a really excited level. And we had your parents were here a few weeks ago 
And during that time, we watched part of a season of the Great British Bake Off <laughs> or Great British Baking Show, depending on the country you're in, with them. And oh my god, it's bad enough watching it with you, which is like watching it with the DVD extras, except n no one on the X DVD extras was in the show. It's just a commentator. It's like the MST3K version of watching the Great British Baking Show. Except it's not funny at all, and it's me just like, oh... Her butter's gonna like it's totally sog yeah, out of that. I'm like, to that's gonna be a soggy bottom. Yeah. <laughs> of the show. Add in your mom and your dad. <laughs> it's horrible but it wonderful. Oh, it's so good. Unbelievable. Oh my god, it was. It was it like was a professional really sporting event. <laughs> I have never seen your parents as excited about anything as the three of you going at it, yeah. talking about what was happening on that show. And well, which I I'm making a little bit of fun just because it's cute, but. But to come back to it, I think really talks about the fact that food is really precious and important and central in your family in a way it's not yeah. in mine. So look, we are out of time for today. So can you come back tomorrow? Of course. Since you know you live here, I live here. and everything. Because tomorrow, today was, I guess we're setting the groundwork for tomorrow. And we did talk some about food as love, but I want to talk about it too, particularly as it relates to you. I'm, I wanted to get your family in there so people could get the history. But I want them to be able to understand also how how it relates to you. And I, I want to kind of tell people about a thing that you do and then kind of get your take yeah. on it. Okay. I'm Jason. I'm Owen. The, you've been listening to a brief chat. Thank you so much for doing so. If you are not yet a member, I, we would love it. If you would become a member, we are working on getting our new life in order. And a big part of it is people supporting the creative work that we make. And so if you would do that, that would be awesome. Also, I'm sure you figured this out by now if you heard Owen's voice five times last week at the beginning of those episodes telling you to switch feeds. But if you're still on the old The Brief Chat feed, you can find all the new examples of it at abriefchat.com. Just click on how to listen. But in any case, what you're looking for is a logo without my name on it. It just says A Brief Chat and the website address. So that's the one you want to be subscribing to. Okay. I love you. I love you. And I love you. A better world is possible. <laughs> <laughs>